So you want to be a speaker, not just a teacher or a performer or a talker. Well, I'm going to teach you how to do that today on No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. What's up, storytellers? Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. You want to make lasting impact in this world, and you know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. And my friend, if you're confused, you better believe your audience is too. And that's why I'm here with over two decades experience showing up for audiences as an actor, speaker, storyteller, and coach. Each episode, I'm bringing you my signature storytelling tools, founder stories, and so much more so that you can go from confusion to clarity one episode at a time. And I want you to feel like you can take this and put it into action right away to share this on your social media posts, in your marketing, and even around the dinner table, because when you share your stories, you shape the world. So I am Alex Street. I'm your host. And today we are going to piggyback on what I started earlier this week, starting this, uh, this idea that we're not all speakers. And just because you call yourself a speaker doesn't mean that you are a speaker to define that word I think is really important and it's something that I've well I've taken on here at least in these two episodes and I want to encourage you to really think about a little bit more because if you are hiring speakers for an event it's important that you actually hire the kind of speaker that you want and if you're calling yourself a speaker it's important that you really understand what kind of speaker you are And if you really want to stand out as a public speaker today, as a someone who communicates at a highest level to be a speaker, I think that it really involves merging a few ideas of what we think speaking is and bringing them all together to put into one phenomenal package. That is you. And if you want to be a standout speaker, well, then today's episode is for you. If you went back and you listened to last week, then you know that I told some stories about different kinds of speakers or people who maybe we would call speakers as some sort of umbrella term, but I would define them slightly differently. I would say that there are teachers, those who share what they know. They pass on information based on what they have either experienced or what they've learned from books, textbooks, other people. That's a teacher. And that's probably where most of the people that you have that you are interacting with in your experiences in masterminds and conferences and such. Most of the people that take a microphone are probably more teachers than anything. And then there's performers. Performers wow us. Performers leave a mark in us because they are leading with the feelings. They are sharing what they feel and helping you feel something as well. And yet it's missing the mark a little bit. They leave us saying, wow, but also what? What do I do with this? What does that mean for me? And performers are phenomenal, but also missing something. Then there's this other sort of subcategory that I think needs some time to talk about, but also I don't really want to spend a lot of time talking about it. These are talkers. These are people who merely grab the microphone and talk about whatever they want. It's low preparation, low engagement, low thought about the audience whatsoever. They just really like to hear their own voice. And maybe this is what a lot of podcasts are to you. You think uh, you listen to these podcasts and you're like, what is this person even doing? Is this more for them? 
And sometimes it is quite truly and honestly, but you can pick up when it's uh, being prepared, when it has a sense of engagement, when there is a rhythm to it. And when that happens, it feels different. It feels like this person is speaking, not just to you, but with you. And I think this is what really makes someone a standout speaker. So I'm going to teach you today those three things, what those sound like, what preparation looks like, sounds like, should be like for you, what engagement really looks like and sounds like at the highest level, and the idea of rhythm and bringing rhythm into your communication and the importance of that. Those three things, those three tricks will help you be a standout speaker more than merely any of those other categories that I talked about. But you are out there and you are seeing people who are just sharing what they know, or they're just making you feel something, or they're just talking about what they want. And they can stand up there and and you politely listen for 45 minutes or 40 minutes on this call, on this workshop. You even sign up for their webinar. You sit there in the room, you paid money for this ticket, for this event, and they have their whiteboard out and they're doing whatever they do. But the whole time you're going, what even is this? What am I getting from this? And more than likely, there's going to be a nugget in there. There's going to be something that you take away. But wouldn't it be better if the whole thing was a nugget? Well, that's the first time I've ever said that. (laughs) That should be an episode for a podcast. How to make your whole speech a nugget. (laughs) Okay, writing that down. Wouldn't it be better if the whole thing was impactful? If the whole thing mattered to you? That's what I want you to experience from other speakers. But ultimately, the way that's going to happen is by you showing up and being that kind of a speaker. And so what happens when those sort of speakers get up is that they are out of touch. They are getting low engagement from the audience when they ask a question or try to involve the audience in some way. And they certainly don't stand out. If anything, they stand out because they were not good. But I want you to stand out, obviously, because you're making the impact that you know that you're here to make and to be remembered for all the right reasons. Of course, I'm going to go into this here and help you share some of this. There are two ways that you can do more on this so that you can really elevate your public speaking. First one is get my Make Speaking Magical video course. You can get a free trial right now at alexstreet.ca slash IG. There's a link right there for a couple of free modules from the Make Speaking Magical video course. This takes you through a whole series of tricks that you can put into practice to make sure that you stand out as a speaker. And if you want to absolutely fast track this and really get clear on what your message is and how to show up with it with live critique and practice and, and presenting and performance and preparation, well, then that's my one-on-one speaker story coaching, where we start with your story and then form an authentic, pure, and powerful message out of that over five or six sessions together. And if you want to dive into that and really become the standout speaker that you know that you can be this year, well, then send me a message. Let's get into that and say, hey, can we talk about speaker story coaching? Yes, we can. All right, let's get into today. These three tricks that are going to make you the standout speaker that you know you can be. Number one, prepare. Number two, engage. Number three, rhythm. Okay, let's talk about preparation. Because obviously, if you are going up on stage, I hope 
you are preparing in some way, unless you are a merely a talker, in which case you're probably not preparing much. You're just going from, oh, no, I'll just wing it. I'll be fine. Yes, your eccentric energy might just captivate an audience. But wouldn't it be better if you could bottle that up, if you knew what you were doing with that energy? Yeah, it would be. A little structure goes a long way. In fact, a little structure allows for the spirit to move. So prepare what you're doing. And here's what I want you to do. Not just what a teacher would prepare with stats and, 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 and facts, and not just what a performer would prepare with storytelling and you know those sort of wow experiences, but I want you to prepare both. Go back and forth. Really use this. Understand how the brain works, that we are not built to just listen for 45 minutes to information, but we want to start to think about something. We want to imagine a different world. This is what the best speeches have done. The Steve Jobs, the uh, Apple talk is one that we come back, back to a lot where he really went back and forth between this is where we're at and this is where it can be stats and stories. And so when you think about this and you prepare in this way, just try for your next talk to go back and forth between here's what I know and here's how that feels. And here's what I feel and here's why I know that to be true. Just try going back and forth. There's a simple strategy that you can do to go back and forth between the performance and teaching and make sure that you are really balancing those scales out. Number two, engage. So this is all about the audience. The first one is about you. I mean, you show up in a room and you can prepare and then you can speak. But the worst communicators out there, it feels like they don't need us, right? It feels like you're sitting there as, as an audience and you're like, do they even know that I'm here? Do I even matter to what they're doing? And the only way that you know that you do is if they pay, make a conscious effort to engage you in the conversation, that it feels more like a conversation than a speech, right? Communication is two ways. Communication is a two-way street. It goes back and forth. It's you, I speak, you receive, then you communicate in some way with your energy, with your eyes, with your body language, and I receive that. And then I think, hmm, how does that change how I speak next? So engagement is all about this actual art of communication. Engagement is actually about the audience. And there's two main ways that I think that you can engage an audience. A teacher would ask questions, right? A teacher will say, what do you think about that? And what would you do in this situation? Uh, a teacher will say things like, does anyone have any questions? And then wait awkwardly in the silence while the first most bold person puts thinks, okay, it's time for me to put up my hand and then does. And then that might spark other conversations. And your, your follow-up question is, does anybody else have any more questions? And if we don't have a question, then no, we don't. And if you just surprised us with this, then our brain isn't actually thinking that because we're thinking receive, receive, receive. We're not thinking speak. There's a lot that goes into it. Obviously, we're going to talk about this in other episodes. But for now, there is the tactic of asking questions or engaging questions, inviting questions, and asking questions to your audience. So do this. Absolutely. This is a teacher's tool. And a performer's tool, I would say, involves the audience. Not just asks, but involves and there's a lot of trust that goes into this. This is like the band bringing someone up from the crowd to sing the song with them. 
you have to trust that this person knows how to sing or knows how to play guitar. And it happens so infrequently because bands probably don't know if they can trust the people that they bring up. But if they do, it's a memorable experience, not just for that person, but for the entire audience, because they feel like they were all a part of that. So if you can do something that involves live coaching or live interactive back and forth moments, this isn't just for that one person, but make sure that you help the entire audience feel like what they're doing is actually what we're all doing here. You involve them in the process. You bring them up to demonstrate something. You actually show what this sounds like or looks like with one person in the audience back and forth. You know, you can go see Tony Robbins do this all the time. He goes into the audience, he gives the person a microphone and he does live coaching right there on the spot. And it's absolutely dynamic. This is involving the audience. And it's trusting because you don't know where it's going to go. So you're trusting them not to screw it up, but you're also trusting your own skill. And this is why a lot of people shy away from this. But if you can do this, this is an, a level of performance that will elevate the entire thing. So now we go out there, you're asking questions and you're involving the audience in what you're doing. Well, you better believe they're all going to be invested now. That is engagement. That's how speakers engage the audience. So there's preparation. Think about all those those stories and stats basically going back and forth. And then you want to engage between like, do you have any questions? And here's how I'm going to invite you into this and involve you in the process here. And finally, there's a rhythm. So rhythm teachers, I think, are very clear in how they speak. They try to be very clear in how they speak and they would do excellent work on making sure that they are eloquent in their language, that they speak well. And if you're not doing this, my goodness, get on it. Do more work on this. Lose the likes, the ums, the buts, the in-between things between your words. Allow for space. I said allow for space. <laughs> allow for space. Use your voice. Use the cadence of your voice. Not just to read through the story like a textbook, but when it gets to an exciting part, be more excited about it. When it gets to something that you really want people to lean into, talk a little bit quieter. Make them lean in. You have a voice. You can use it. So work on that cadence. And I think you can do this. Here's the thing. You can do this simply from standing in one spot. You can control the audience's feelings, experience. You can make the phone book interesting if you work on your cadence. This is rhythm, the rhythm of your voice, the rhythm of your language, the rhythm of the night. Well, maybe not so much. And finally, I think what performers do is they understand the structure, the story of it all, the arc that they're going through. So this is not, this is a rhythm, not just in the actual notes that you're speaking, the words that you're speaking along the way. But the structure of it all, you think of a song, if I'm going to write a song, then I know that there's probably going to be two or three choruses, there's going to be a breakdown, there's going to be three verses, and we're going to make that go. And what's at the beginning is not what it's going to sound like at the end, but maybe it is, it's kind of going to have this loop. If I'm writing a story, if I'm telling a story, I know that I'm sharing a transformation. And often what I love to do with talks when I'm coaching people through talks is when they're finishing when they're landing the plane, how can they drop in something that reminds us of what you said at the beginning? 
which brings this whole circle together and reminds us that we've been together for 45 minutes. And what you did at the beginning was intentional towards what happened at the end. Or you talk about what's going to happen at the end near the beginning so that we trust you along the way. You tell us the five points that you're going to go through so that we know where we're going along the way. We know how many chapters there are in this book. When you work through that structure and you share that with us, or you are intentional about it, it's going to show in the way that you share. So focus on the structure. Use the rhythm of your structure, the rhythm of what you're going to say here. Create a rhythm from beginning to end on your talk, and you will stand out as a speaker. Look, when you do these things, you prepare thinking of both formats, the teacher and the performer. You engage thinking of what a teacher would do and what a performer would do. And you use rhythm in the way that a teacher would use it and as a performer would use it and as a performer would use it. Well, then you are going to show up as a merging of those two, which in my hypothesis is the best form of speaker out there. So you want to stand out as a speaker, work on these three tricks. You can implement them right away in your next workshop, your next talk, your next podcast, your next reel. Give it a shot. Go for it because you're going to stand out. And as you put it more into practice, you are going to be remembered as the speaker who makes an impact in this world. If that's interesting to you, then I'm interested in you. And I want to hear all about this. So share with me what you're learning. Share with me what you're, what's standing out to you. And please share this podcast with the world so that other people can learn the same things and be a better speaker out there to tell better stories. Because when you share your story, you shape the world. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. I'm so excited that you got to be a part of this conversation on the No Boring Stories podcast. So go ahead and share this episode with the people that you love so that they can experience the same kind of transformation you just experienced while listening in. And then go ahead and rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform as that helps this episode get seen and heard by so many other people. Thank you for being a part of this. I am so grateful to spend this time with you. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started.
I'm so excited that you got to be a part of this conversation on the No Boring Stories podcast. So go ahead and share this episode with the people that you love so that they can experience the same kind of transformation you just experienced while listening in. And then go ahead and rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform as that helps this episode get seen and heard by so many other people. Thank you for being a part of this. I am so grateful to spend this time with you. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started.